0: Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, one of the cool things about our hobby is that we can always switch stuff up if we're not feeling it. Now, for months, I've been kicking around ideas for my next new aquarium. Um, well, actually, for this is unusual for me, but it's for a new concept within one of my existing aquariums. Um, it kind of gets stronger every day, and it's a normal sort of thing for me. At least I tell myself that it is. I mean, we all do this, like, constantly, right? We edit, we ideate, and we iterate. Yeah, that's what we do. It's not a bad idea to evolve an existing tank into something else. Sometimes it's just a little adjustment to an existing system. You know, incremental changes or aesthetic tweaks that get you into a different kind of a groove. Other times you get the call in your mind to just erase and start fresh. Sometimes it's for specific reasons. Uh, the current setup just wasn't working well for you or your fishes. It's tough to maintain, difficult to keep up with. Just, you know, maybe not living up to the promise that you, it had when it started. Or maybe, just maybe, you're a bit over it. <laughs> you know, ready for something totally new. Those of us who are limited in the number of aquariums that that we have, or want to have, as is, is my case and most of us, uh, we're often faced with that dilemma of sorts. We want to try all these different things, but the only way to do it is to break apart one of the existing aquariums that we have and then to, you know, redo it or make it over, whatever. And that kind of sucks, but in a way, this sort of compromises part of being a hobbyist, right? Tinkering, tweaking, you know, playing with stuff. You can call it something fancy like iterating, which I love to use that word for some reason, but in the end, it's really about tearing up your old... Current aquarium and redoing it in some different way. And that's just part of the game, right? I mean, not everybody could have 30 or 12 or even four aquariums in their home, shitty although that may be. Yet most of us have lots of big ideas, unique plans, and strong aspirations, like tons of them. And the only way to execute this is to do makeovers on a fairly regular basis, or at least when that muse hits. Now, I don't know about you, but it's always been a bit of a guilt inducer for me to do that. I mean, You got this aquarium that's hopefully all that you expected it would be, looks great, functions awesomely, it's been perfectly manageable. And then in the middle of this wonderful existence of the aquarium, you have the urge or perhaps the inspiration to just try something totally different. And you break out the metaphorical eraser and just wipe the slate clean, just start fresh. Wow. Well, it was never easy for me to do this. Um... I mean, I'm the guy that would keep tanks set up for years with only just minor aesthetic or fish population tweaks along the way. Patient, stable, consistent. I was always kind of proud of that. And quite, quite frankly, I used to think that it was kind of weird how those you know, competitive aquascaping people you see on Instagram and YouTube could just tear down an amazing tank and start over after just a few months, seemingly without a care in the world. Like, how could they just do that? And then as I got more and more into the botanical world, the ideas started coming, and as the owner of what people tell me has become a sort of a niche-centric, progressive, creativity-enabling, and inspiring company, I realized that I needed to show some different looks that I myself or my colleagues here at Tenon have done on a semi-regular basis to sort of keep it real for me and to inspire our customers. Perhaps it can be seen, I guess, as an excuse of sorts to do new tanks, but there is some legit rationale behind it. So, I mean, look, I receive a lot of pics from really talented hobbyists worldwide each week showing their amazing botanical method aquarium work, but it's also important for me to show my own stuff. It keeps me in touch with the craft, the reality of what we do, and let's face it, it's a more authentic when you're a doer, not just a talker. Yeah. And still, for a long time I'd wondered just how these competition scapers would pull this shit off, at least how they'd do it, you know, mentally. What what made them do it? You know, redoing these tanks so frequently. I mean, they have the talent, I know that, but it's the mindset that eluded me. What was it? And then I began to understand. I sort of gradually realized, I, I let myself understand that it's about the need to sort of continue, an urge to create, to expand horizons. And When you're space limited or tank limited, as the case may be, the only way forward is to break down the current tank and start working on your new idea. It becomes more of a process or maybe a progression of sorts. And after psyching myself up, you know, I think about it and then the day comes and I dive right in. I outgo the fishes, rehouse to a different tank, and then the remodeling process, you know, just sort of happens. And for about the first hour, I usually feel really guilty that I broke apart something cool, something really nice, maybe special even. I worry about the well-being of the animals, first and foremost, of course, but only for a little bit because I know that wherever I house them, they're going to be in optimum conditions because that's how I roll, right? So, the guilt ultimately gives way to a tinge of nostalgia, remembering how nice it was to take that tank, the tank originally from idea on a piece of paper or, or in my mind to a full-fledged miniature ecosystem. I recall the, the challenges, the obstacles, and triumphs, and, you know, take some deep breaths, and keep going. Within two hours, I'm back to being excited again, staring at perhaps a now empty tank. You know that proverbial blank canvas that we all drool over. I think a lot of, of course, we just love this stuff. We live for it. At this point, it's all about possibilities—the chance to do something really special this time. Can you relate to this process, this mindset? I suppose if you have 45 tanks in your basement, it manifests you know differently. But to those of us with a handful or less the the process takes on a far more sacred almost ritualistic meaning yet we do it we plunge forward and we realize that the best part of being an aquarium hobbyist is being an aquarium hobbyist <laughs> regardless of what we're doing at any given moment i mean if you're satisfied with the tank that you've got you know going the way it is mazel tough, stay with it good for you if you're not or if you just feel the urge to do something different just do it don't feel guilty like i used to or still do sometimes feel excited Feel motivated. Feel stoked. Know that you're at another fork in the road in your aquarium journey, and it's totally okay to go in whatever direction you want to go. And that's pretty damn cool if you ask me. Again, simple thought for, for a weekend, and I hope that the story of my little epiphany about how I sort of mentally accept changing has struck a chord within you. Don't feel guilty about it. Keep moving forward. Push the outside of the envelope. Run down that dream. Scratch the itch. Stay forward thinking. Stay creative, stay relentless, stay engaged, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tenant Aquatic. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Ten.